नमो नम आय एम शोभा सहस्रबुद्धे फ्रॉम आय एम शोभा सहस्रबुद्धे फ्रॉम डिपार्टमेंट ऑफ संस्कृत युनिवर्सिटी ऑफ मुंबई आय एम वर्किंग देर ॲज असिस्टंट प्रोफेसर अँड आय एम नॉट अ डॉक्टर ॲज यट बाय मिस्टेक आय हॅव डन माय एम फिल परसुईंग माय पी एच डी द टॉपिक ऑफ माय पेपर टुडे इज अद्वैतिक रिफ्लेक्शन्स फ्रॉम द कम्पोजिशन्स ऑफ सेंट पोएट्स द गॅलेक्सी ऑफ सेंट पोएट्स is a bright feature of indian culture in the post shankara period with the rise of natha sampradaya and other spiritual cults saints and mystics arose in various parts of india they mingled with common people and had great concern for the masses they accomplished the remarkable job of transmitting ancestral wisdom to common people making it simple to understand through the use of local languages examples from daily life and occasional use of satire and sarcasm in their literary compositions philosophers and scholars think on the basis of reason and intellect but own spiritual experiences swanubhuti and intuition form the foundation for the works of saint poets consequently they do not always directly uh, come across as propounders of any particular philosophical system the frequently evident philosophical gleanings from their literary, literary works come with greatest naturality and ease most of them are torch bearers of the bhakti movement in this sense they can definitely be regarded as exponents of bhakti gnaneshwar from maharashtra and kabir from north india represent two most respected popular names among saint poets the present paper attempts to explore the wonderful blend of spiritual and social orientation in their compositions with this view point special focus of study has been kept on amrutanubhava of gnaneshwar and dohas of kabir representing the above two view points respectively gnaneshwar the great saint who laid the foundation of varkari cult in maharashtra was born in 1275 ce the influence of natha sampradaya and devotion to lord vithala of pandarpur ran into the family his parents vithalpanta and rukmini lived in alandi for some period later vithalpanta left home and went to banaras to become a sanyasi his preceptor ramashrama later came to know his real identity vithalpanta returned to alandi to fulfill the duties of a householder as instructed by his guru four children nivruttinatha gnanadev sopandev and muktabai all with extraordinary spiritual capacities were born to the couple in 12 years the family was excommunicated and harassed by society the pandits of paithan ultimately issued a certificate of purity to them after gnanadev caused a buffalo to recite vedic hymns the available literary works of gnaneshwar are gnaneshwari the commentary on bhagavad gita in marathi the magnum opus also known as bhavartha deepika second amruta anubhava which is a pure philosophical work based on his own spiritual experiences third sangdev pasashti a small work consisting of 65 ovs fourth hari patha consisting of 28 abhangas fifth namana which consists of 108 ovs and there are miscellaneous abhangas around 600 of them on various topics 
such as description of Vithala's form, sweetness of the name of God, supremacy of bhakti, etc. Now about Amruta Anubhava, Amruta Anubhava or Anubhava Amruta, as it is also known. This extraordinary verbal expression of Jnaneshwara is the product of everything known by his intellect, sensed by his intuition, and experienced by his sensitivity. The opening five verses are in Sanskrit, and rest of the treatise or composition is in Marathi, in Ovi meter. This consists of 807 Ovis. It is originally not divided by the author into chapters, but commentators have considered the same in 10 chapters for ease of understanding. The first chapter talks about non-duality of Shiva Shakti, which is the basic principle of creation. We have just now seen a visual in her presentation, Shiva Shakti. And seventh chapter consists of, it, it represents nearly one third of the composition, consisting of 295 Ovids out of 807, which is on the topic Avidya Khandana, inquiry into the nature of ignorance. Now I'll tell certain highlights of the contents of Amruta Anubhava. Khandoba and Mahalsa, originally from Shaiva tradition, is an extremely popular deity pair on the border of Maharashtra and Karnataka. The goddess was considered as the enchanting female form adopted by Lord Vishnu by Vaishnavites. This is a remarkable example of the confluence of the two cults. This conventional deity pair has been elevated to universal level by the author. Oneness of the primary principles of creation designated as Shiva Shakti by Dhyaneshwar has been projected at many junctures in Amruta Anubhava. Do Othi Eki Goshti, Do Dola Eki Drushti, Tevi Dogi Jihi Srushti Eka Jihize. Oneness of these principles is of the nature of a pair of lips uttering the same word or a pair of eyes witnessing the same sight. Jaya eke satte se baisane, dogha eka prakasha se lene, ze anadi ekapane, nandati doge. Existence of both is on the same level. They are the products of the same luster. They exist as one right from the beginning of the universe. Stri purushanama bhede, Shivapane ekale nande, jagasagale adhade, pane jihi. The apparent difference between this male and female form is only illusionary. So, a faint reminder of the modern idea of masculinity, infeminity, and vice versa. This thought infiltrates without the slightest touch of abnormality or vulgarity. Nyaneshwara has refuted the Sankhya theory of dualism nihilism of the Baudas, and also Adnyanavada of Shankaracharya. His theory of Chidvilasavada, or Spurtivada, is the essence of Amruta Anubhava. According to it, Maya, which is not different from Brahman, is the thriving power, Spanda Shakti, as she is designated, of the Supreme. The author uses beautiful examples of circles on water, or luster of a precious jewel, in the course of explaining that Maya has no resort other than Brahman. Pani kallola atse nimise, apanatse vela vejaise, vastu vastutve khedoye taise, sukhe lahe. Engagement of the supreme principle in self-play is just like water playing with itself in the form of circles taranga created on it. Devotion is the next stage of Chidvilasa. 
However, the devotion of Jnaneshwara is neither objective nor a mere personal sentiment. It is the constantly thriving stream of love in the heart of Paramatma. In other words, love of God for himself. Koni eka krutrima bhakti sehevarma yoga jnana divishrama bhumikahe. Even yoga and knowledge come to rest in the presence of genuine devotion. Strong undercurrents of knowledge from Upanishads, Yoga Vasishta, and Shaiva Darshana can be felt during the study of this work. This treatise is of the nature of Siddhanuvada. This is a composition based on his own spiritual experience by the enlightened one, intended for the receptor who is already qualified with Sadhana Chatushtaya. So this is a Siddhanuvada. Now coming to Kabir. Kabir occupies a unique place among the same poets of India. This rebel saint who lived during 15th or 16th century hails from North India. There are a number of controversial views regarding his birth stories, language, parentage, and religion. The point of agreement is that he was brought up by a weaver, Julaha, named Niru, and his wife, Nima, from Banaras. He had no formal education. His spiritual guru was Ramananda. The followers of Kabir include people of all religions and castes from all walks of life. When Kabir died at Malghar in Basti district of Uttar Pradesh, a dispute arose between his Hindu and Muslim followers regarding the disposal of his body. While they argued about cremation or burial, a divine voice was heard. When the cloth cover on the body was lifted, there was no body but a heap of flowers. Half of those were dealt with as per Hindu rites and half as per Muslim rituals. This is a story. Now the main compositions of Kabir, there are a whole, whole, whole lot of them, but we can observe three types. Padas, these are rhymed lyric compositions having the length of four to 12 verses. These are intended for singing and each pada bears a refrain. Secondly, there are dohas or sakis, which are rhymed couplets. And third, ramainis. These are rhymed, uh, rhymed lyrics in chaupai meter that end in a doha. About the language of Kabir, many Indian scholars have stressed the heterogeneous character of Kabir's language. Some regard his reference to Purbi Boli as old Avadi, while S.S. Das, the first editor of Kabira Granthavali, he says that Kabir's language is Panchamela Khichari, that is a hodgepodge, a mixture of many, Panchamela Khichari. Then one interesting view is by Parshuram Chaturvedi. He refers to Purabha. He understands Purabha in the sense of direction east, which is the direction of salvation. So various views are there. The multi-viewed fabric of Kabir's life is woven with warps and wefts of poetry, philosophy, yogic and spiritual experiences, and above all, bhakti. Most importantly, his words come naturally through similes in daily life, which common people can easily identify with. Some of the common themes of the poetic works of Kabir are as follows. Firstly, Kabir appeals to people earnestly to search for God within themselves, not outside. The principle of oneness of Jiva Ishwara is projected with amazing ease by Kabir. Here are a few examples. Jo nainaname putali, tyo malika gharamahi, that is, God resides within us, just like eyeball within the eye, and foolish people search for him outside. 
सेकेंड इज जो तिलमे तेल है जो चकमक में आग तेरा प्रीतम तुझ में जाग सके तो जाग जस्ट लाइक ऑयल इन सीजम सीड्स फायर इन द फ्लेम स्टोन्स यूर बिलवेड इज विद इन यू सर्च फॉर इट फॉर हिम रियलाइज हिम इफ यू कैन कस्तूरी कुंडली बसई मृगढ़ूंडई वनमाही ऐसे घटी घटी राम है दुनिया देखे नहीं फ्रेग्रेंट मस्क इज इन द नेवल ऑफ द मस्क डियर ही वॉन्डर्स इन फॉरेस्ट इन इट्स सर्च सिमिलरली गॉड इज प्रेजेंट इन एवरी एंटिटी बट द वर्ल्ड फेल्स टू नोटिस नाउ दिस डिवाइन विच इज स्टेटेड अबाउ समाइम्स पॉइंट सटल एक्सप्रेशन निर्गुण इट इज पोर्ट्रेड एज डिवाइड ऑफ एट्रीब्यूट्स सीप नहीं सागर नहीं स्वाति बूंद भी नहीं कबीर मोती निपजई सुन सरोवर घटमाही दैट फॉर्मलेस सुप्रीम इज नाइदर शेल नॉर ओशन नॉर द ड्रॉपलेट ऑफ रेन वॉटर इट इज द पर्ल बॉर्न इन द पीसफुल लेक ऑफ द इनर मोस्ट माइंड सर्च फॉर इट वेयर मेरा मुझ में कछु नहीं जो कछु है सो तोर तेरा तुझको सो पता क्या लागे है मोर नथिंग इन मी इज माइंड आई सरेंडर टू यू एवरीथिंग दैट इज योर सोनली मैं लागा उस एक सो एक भया सब माही सब मेरा मैं सबन का तहा दूसरा नहीं आई वॉज चेसिंग द सुप्रीम वन फॉर अ लॉन्ग टाइम बट आई रियलाइज दैट ही रिसाइड्स विद इन एवरी वन एट दैट जंक्शन आफ्टर रियलाइजिंग इट आई बिकेम इनसेपरेबल विथ एवरी वन एंड ऑल बिकेम माई ओन कबीर ऑल्सो समटाइम्स गिव्स टिप्स ऑफ प्रैक्टिकल रेलिवेंस विच कॉन्ट्रीब्यूट टू गुड सोशल एंड पर्सनल कॉन्डक्ट नहाए धोए क्या हुआ जो मन मैल न जाए मीन सदा जलमे रहे धोए बास न जाए क्लीनिंग द बॉडी इज मीनिंगलेस इफ द माइंड इज नॉट क्लीन फिश कैरीज बैड ऑर्डर इन स्पाइट ऑफ इट बींग इन वॉटर ऑल द टाइम एंड ऑल्सो वॉशिंग इट अगेन एंड अगेन विथ वॉटर काल करे सो आज कर दिस इज वेरी फेमस आज करे सो अब पल में परलय होएगी बहुरी करेगा कब वॉट एवर इज शेड्यूल टुमोरो डू इट टूडे वॉट एवर इज शेड्यूल टूडे डू इट नाउ डिस्ट्रक्शन कैन टेक प्लेस इन एनी मोमेंट वेन विल यू डू इट अगेन ऑल राइट कबीर डिसबिलीव्ड इन ऑल काइंड्स ऑफ एक्सटर्नल आर्टिफिशियल और हिपोक्रेटिकल रिचुअल्स प्लीज श्योर श्योर टू मिनट्स टू मिनट्स ओके द डीपेस्ट आई स्किप दिस टू वेर देर वेर ही क्रिटिसाइजेस द हिपोक्रेटिक रिचुअल्स I had taken one man, one from Hindu and Muslim. No problem. Deepest Advaitic principles find beautiful expression through the simple yet powerful words of Kabir. The classic, the most classic example is "Jalame kumbh kumbh me jala hai, bahar bhi tar pani, phuta kumbh jala jala hi samana." Yaha tatha kahe gyani. Ardhan pot which is full of water is placed in water. There is water both inside and outside. When the pot breaks. water smudge and the learned have told this message to us now an attempt has been made here to draw a quick line sketch of true two prime names in the cultural history of india observations can be summarized as follows the doctrine of bhakti according to both is different from the conventional one that of ultimate devotion to god the non dualistic nature of bhakti is clearly expressed by nyaneshwara in a beautiful uh, illustration of a person looking at his own fair reflection in the mirror initially the eyesight of the person discards the glass and perceives the reflection then the ma manness in the reflection is given up 
and the watcher enjoys pure delight of his existence. Similar is the process by which the devotee experiences divine joy without duality. He worships God as ornaments worship gold, as fragrance worships sandalwood, or moonlight worships moon. Kabir strongly believes that remembrance of God is the only true expression of bhakti, which can ultimately take the devotee not only to anahata nada, but to the creator of it. Bajai jantra nada dhuni hoi, jo bajavai so aurai koi, baji nache kautika dekha, jo nachavai wo kinahuna pekha. So the foundation of compositions of both of them is nirguna. Culmination of the journey of both is the same. However, the difference is evident or it lies in the temperament. Shantarasa predominates Jnaneshwara's works. Jnaneshwara, with his affectionate tone, comes across as universal empathy impersonated, while Kabir, with his frank style, is the fakir incarnated. Jnaneshwara is lovingly addressed as Jnanoba Mauli. Universal viewpoint is not central to Kabir. He is the advocate of individual practice. Undoubtedly, this difference too is illusionary, similar to the apparent difference between the Brahman and the universe.